All right, we'll say. Good evening, good evening. Baruch Hashem. Tonight's, today's Amid is Brachas, Daf Beis, Amid Beis. We are picking up Emirat Hashem on the bottom of Beis, Amid Aleph. We left off three lines up from the bottom. So just to reorient ourselves a little bit, first of all, of course, we should have in mind that Emirat Hashem, our learning should be a schos for the success of our holy soldiers, soldiers of the Israel Defense Forces, and then the schos of our brothers and sisters in Eretz Yisrael. May HaKadosh Baruch Hu give them the strength the fortitude, the hope, and the optimism of Mirza Hashem to weather the difficulties of the coming days. And how we should be zochah Mirza Hashem to the Geul of Mashiach Mehir Rabbi Aminu. Amen. Well, see, with that, let us begin. So, remember again, the Mishnah introduced us to the concept of Kriyashma Shal Arvis, nighttime Shema, and the Mishnah begins with the discussion of Me'imasai. From what time could we recite Shema? So, I'll get quick Hazar. The Gemara said, From what time can you begin to recite Shema? What did the Mishnah say? What did the Mishnah say? Tseis. But remember again, the Mishnah didn't call it Tseis. What did the Mishnah call it? Time the Kohanim go in to eat Truma. So remember again, we're talking about a Kohen who became Tommy, right? Then went to the mikvah by day. And then Halacha Lamaisa again needs Herav Shemesh, needs nightfall. Once nightfall comes, he is now Tahar. He's now Tahar. So Halacha Lamaisa, the Mishnah tells you that from Tesaka you could begin to recite Kriyashma Shal Arvis. Good. So now the Gemara picks up and says, Vahak Malon. By the way, there's another lesson that's taught us from the Mishnah. What's the lesson? Now I will say, now this is actually very important. So let's take a typical case. A coin becomes Tame. I mentioned this last time in passing, but there are two parts to his Tara process, or two parts, two parts to his, maybe we'll call it Tara process. The first part is Mikvah. Then, depending on the nature of the Tumah, there's Karban. The Gemara calls Karban Kapara. So remember again, so let's play this out. Let's talk about just the general seven-day purification process. So what that means is, on day number seven, I'll go to the mikvah. he go on the day number seven, when and ultimately becomes Tahar, the night of number eight, right? Eight, night, night, night of day number eight. When does he bring his, his Karban? The following day. What's interesting to note, the Gemara says, is that you're allowed to eat truma after having gone to the mikvah, even though you have not yet brought your Karban. So that's what it means when it says over here, The fact that I didn't yet bring my carbon does not preclude me. I'm not going to bring my carbon until the next day. But yet the Mishnah says, I'm allowed to eat truma already as of that night. So what do you see? You see from here that a kapar, that, excuse me, that, that, that a carbon does not hold me back from consuming truma. The Pasuk says, the sun will set. Vitaher. Now we'll say, Vitaher we're going to see means, and the day is over. So, It's only sunset, but it really means nightfall. That prevents him from eating truma. So, we'll say, so again, we learn that from Uba Shemesh Vitaher. At what point does the coin become Tahar? What point is he able to eat truma after going to the mikvah and experiencing sunset? Even though the next day, what is he going to have to do? What is he going to have to do the next day? Bring his carbon, but still, again, the fact that he didn't bring his carbon doesn't preclude him from going ahead and eating truma. I says the Mabo says beautiful pasuk or beautiful drashumimai. The high uba shemesh bias hashemesh v'ayvetar tariyoma. How do you know uba hashemesh means that the sun has gone away, the sun has set? And how do you know taher means that the day is finished? Amud days dilma bias orohu. Maybe Mabo said maybe uba hashemesh means sunrise. Maybe it means sunrise. In other words, maybe what the Pasuk is saying is, Uba Shemesh, when the sun rises on day number eight, Umay Taher Targavra. 
Maybe it means that only when the sun comes up on day number eight, that's when the individual is tar. In other words, how do you know Uba Hashemesh? So, very specific question. How do you know Uba Hashemesh means the sun will set nightfall? Maybe Uba Hashemesh means the sun will rise. Now, if you, again, if you understand Uba Hashemesh means nightfall, then when could a Kohen eat Shuma? The night of what would be day number eight. If you see Uba Hashemesh means sunrise, when could a Kohen eat Shuma? Sunrise of day number eight is a big difference. If that's the case, the Pasik should have said, The sun will rise and he will become Tahar. What does Vitahar mean? It means the day is finished. Tahar means like the day, the day is done. The day is done. As people say, The sun has gone down and the day is finished. So therefore, just interestingly enough, all going in what we said before. So remember, let's just rack up the facts that we have so far. Number one, When do you begin it? One more time, when do you begin it? If you're a Kohen and you become Tameh, when do you go to the Mikvah for your Tumah? Little Chazar, when do you go to the Mikvah? On day number seven. When do you become eligible to eat Truma? Night number eight. When do you bring your Karban? Day number eight. So what we learn over here is the fact that I didn't bring my Karban doesn't preclude me from eating Truma. Good. Let's go back there. They didn't hear the statement of Rabbi Barav Shila and instead... Uboy lemi boy. Hi. They 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 asked the following question. Hi Uba Shemesh Bias Shmashahu Umay Vitar Tar Yoma. So does Uba Shemesh mean the sun has set, i.e. nightfall, and Vitaher means the day is complete? Doma Bias Orohu, maybe maybe Uba Shemesh means sunrise. Sunrise. Umay Vitaher, what does Vitaher mean? Targavra. Maybe the Pasik means when the sun rises, the individual become tar. To which the Gemara says, So then they brought a Braisa. So what did the Braisa say? This is actually interesting. Similar Dover, a way to remember what is Uba Shemesh. Uba Shemesh means nightfall. Nightfall. So you see from here, Uba Shemesh means the setting of the sun, nightfall. Taher Yoma. So both say, so the halacha lemaisa now the, the, the Gemara closes out that topic and explains that Kohanim could go ahead and eat truma as of night number eight, right? Night the night of day eight. So they go to the mikvah on day seven. Sun, nightfall comes. Kohen is tahar. He can go and eat truma that night, even though he's not bringing his carbon until when? Till when? To the following day. Good. Let's go right there. So remember again, the Mishnah said that when can you begin to recite nighttime Shema from the time that the Kohanim go in to eat their Truma or Minhu? Listen to this. We have another Brisa. Listen to this. The Brisa says, from when can you begin to recite Shema at night? From the time that a pauper goes in to eat his bread with salt. Now remember again, when does a pauper eat? When does a pauper eat? So Rashi points out something very interesting. He says, She'en lo ner The ani doesn't have a candle. So it's actually very interesting. The, the Gemara always understands you're always supposed to eat in a well-illuminated room. Why? It's actually fascinating. The Gemara says a blind person is never satiated. Why? What's the pshat? So Chazal understood that part of the eating experience is seeing what you eat. Like, you know, this. Like, it's interesting when you, like, you go to a restaurant, you have a nice dinner at home, and 
something is set up nicely, there's an enjoyment. There's like there's almost like a culinary enjoyment in the presentation, even before you eat anything. So an ani, when does an ani eat? Ani so poor, he doesn't have a candle. So when does he begin to eat? He already eats. Sounds like before tzeisakacham, even when there's still a little bit of light. So now both say. The Bryce says, when can you begin to say nighttime Shema? From the time that the poor person goes in to eat his bread with salt. In other words, what does the bread with salt mean? He has a meager, he has a meager meal. When does he eat the meager meal? Again, even before nightfall. So that's the time that you can begin to say Shema. So the Gemara says, now what's interesting, Ad And you could say Shema up until the time that he finishes his meal. So this is interesting on two counts. Number one, it's kind of making the time for nighttime Shema earlier from the time he goes in to eat his meal. And it's ending, it's ending when the Ani would finish his meal. Now we'll say, Pashtos, when does an Ani finish his meal? When does the poor person finish his meal? You would think, like nightfall. So it's a much more, it's a much more limited window. So the Gemara says, So the second part of the Brisa, which talk, talks about the end time of Shema being Tzais, certainly contradicts our Mishnah. Reisha, mi lema pliga mas nisin. So does the ratio, we'll say this, this idea that the time that Ani goes in to eat his meal, does that contradict our Mishnah or not? Which the Gemara says, maybe not. Mi lema pliga mas nisin. Lo, Ani v'koin chachiras. We'll say the first answer the Gemara wants to give is that the time that the Ani goes in to eat his bread with salt is the same time that Kohanim go to eat truma. That's the Gemara wants to suggest. It's just two different ways of discussing of discussing the same period of time of Tzesak Ochavim. That's what the Gemara now wants to suggest. Now the Gemara challenges that. Raminu, is that true? Is that true that they're really the same time frame? The Gemara says, Arvis. From what time can you begin to say Kriyashma at night? This is great. When can you begin to say nighttime Shema? From the time that people go in to eat dinner on Friday night. Now, we'll say, now, what's the chap over here? So if you look at Rashi, Rashi points out over here that people generally go ahead and eat earlier on Friday night. Since, again, people are ready for Shabbos, so you don't have to wait till later in order to eat your su'uda. So people eat the su'uda earlier. It's interesting. So when can you begin to say the nighttime Shema? At the time that people begin to go ahead and eat their meal on Friday night. Those are the words of Rabbi Meir. Chum say from the time the Kohanim are able to eat truma after going to the mikvah, waiting for nightfall. Similar dover, say sakochavim. And when is that? That's nightfall. And I will say, even though, now here's what's interesting, even though we don't necessarily have a raya, an explicit proof to this, ultimately, again, what the Imar is saying is like this even though we don't have an explicit proof that the day ends, at Seisa Kochavim, at nightfall, what we call nightfall, the emergence of stars, we have a remez, we have a hint to it. Where is the hint to it? Here it is. Shinamar. Sabah said that's a beautiful Pasik. This is this Pasik is from Sefer Nechemya. And what it's actually talking about is the construction of the walls of the second temple. About when they were working to build the walls of the second basement. So watch this. So Nechemya writes, Va'anachnu osimimalacha. So we worked. Half of us were on guard duty when they were building the walls of Yerushalayim so they had to guard still against enemies. So half of the people worked and half of the people stood guard. And when did we work? Right? And when did we work? From dawn 
until Sesachacham Omer, and the Pasuk says, Vahayulano Halayla Mishmar, Vahayom Malacha. And the Pasuk says, Nighttime we stood guard, and daytime we worked. So I will say, see, see from here that the definition of Yom, the definition of Yom, ultimately again is dawn until nightfall, which means that by definition, nighttime is nightfall. That's the time the Kohanim could go ahead and begin to eat Truma. And by extension, that's the time of Shema. So the Gemara says, Mai Omer, why do you need that second Pasuk? Maybe at the end of the day, maybe sunset is already considered to be nightfall. And maybe from Nechemia, I will say maybe Nechemia, what they just did is they started working earlier and, and they, started, they started ultimately again working earlier and worked later. In other words, maybe they started working before the day and continued working after nightfall. So Tashma, Vahayolanu Halayla Mishmar, Vahayom Malacha. Ultimately, again, that's why the Pasuk says, no, we, at night we stood guard, and by day, ultimately, again, we worked. So you see from your Pasuk, so what's the, what's the importance of this Pasuk? This Pasuk, for the first time that we get a working definition of day and night, right? Remember again, Nehemiah said, we worked, we worked, from dawn, Alos Hashachar, until Seisakochavim. And then, right, that's it. So I should say, right, the first passage says that, yeah, we did Malacha, we did, we worked from Alos Hashachar until Seisakochavim. And then the next passage, Nechemia says, we worked by day. We worked by day. So now you see he defines what day is. What is day? Dawn until Seisakochavim. And therefore, again, kind of looping all the way back around, that's why, again, Kohanim could begin to eat Truma. Nightfall after say nighttime shma after nightfall. So the Gemara goes weiter. The Gemara says kasaka Now, based on what you said before, daani ubne adam chachir. Now, say now. So I just want to point out what we have over here so far. We now have three opinions as to when you could begin to recite the nighttime shma. Number one, misha shakohanim nichnasan lechol betrumasan. From the time that the kohanim could eat their truma after going to the mikvah, right? That's number one. What was number two? What was number two? Ani, time that a poor person eats his bread with salt. And number three, Erev Shabbos. Time that people eat their food on Erev Shabbos. So, we'll say, so now, now what we know is, Kohanim, that Zman, is Sesa Kohavim. Now the Gemara says something very interesting. He says, You might have thought that maybe the time that the poor person goes in to eat his bread with salt, and the time that people eat their suit on Friday night, maybe that's one shear. That, that's the same time. Maybe it's the same time frame. But if you say that the Ani, if you say that the Ani and the coin is the same time frame, so Chachamim Hainu Rabbi Meir, then the Chachamim Rabbi Meir are saying the same exact thing. Rather see from here that no, they're not the same time frame. The Ani is one time frame and the coin eating Truma is a different time frame. To which Meir says, low. Ani the coin natural. The time that the Ani goes into eat his bread and the time the coin eat Truma is the same time frame. However, However, but the time that the Ani eats his meal and the time that people eat on Erev Shabbos, those are two different time frames. The Mar says, really? Is that true? That Ani and Koin is the same time? Or Minu Ari is a From what time can you begin to say nighttime Shema? Misha Shekidesh Hayom Ba'arve Shabbosos Div Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer says, from the time that Shabbos starts. Nabo said, when does Shabbos start? When does Shabbos start? When does Shabbos start? 
Shabbos starts Ben Ashmashas, right? Really at Shkia, really at sunset, because the moment you get after sunset, you're in the period of Ben Ashmashas. So Shabbos starts early, so to speak, right? Shabbos, Shabbos, Shabbos starts before it's definitive nighttime. Actually, this is the uh, this was the um, the pasuk in Bereshit Vayichal Elokim Bayom Hashvi'i. Hashem stopped working on the seventh day. So Rashi says, Rashi says, the Ribbono Shalom, who is exact and precise in time, knows the exact moment that the sixth day ends and the seventh day begins. He was able to work up to last moment. There are many people that think they're God also like in this respect, right? Well, literally again, go up to the last moment. Thing, not advisable for us, right? But Lamai said, it's interesting. So therefore Shabbos, we know we start Shabbos early. We start Shabbos, we back Shabbos up already again to, the truth is we, we, we actually back Shabbos up earlier. We start Shabbos 18 minutes before sunset. We're actually going to get it. We'll, we'll do that sugya as to why we do that. But Allah Chalamai said, so now listen to this. So now another opinion. When is the time for nighttime Shema? At the time that people begin Shabbos. And when do people begin Shabbos? Essentially immediately after sunset. Rabbi Yeshua says, Rabbi Yeshua says, in the time that the Kohanim could eat their truma, we keep seeing that over and over. Rabbi Meir says, Wow. He says, from the time that the Kohanim go to the mikvah in order to eat truma that night. Rabbi Yosai, when could Kohanim go to the mikvah to eat truma? When do they go? Anytime during the day. Now, he says, what he immediately means is, at the end of the day. In other words, he's talking about a case where a coin would be going to the mikvah right before sunset. So that's pretty wild. So that's early. That's early. So that's saying you could already say nighttime shema already when? Already before sunset itself. Okay. Amrullah Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says, one second. How can you say from the time the Kohanim go to the mikvah? The Kohanim go to the mikvah by day. Are you actually, are you actually suggesting that you could say the nighttime Shema by day? That's preposterous. The Yomar says, Rabbi Hanina Omer, Mishasha, Ani, Nichnas Lecho, Pito, Mamelach. Rabbi Hanina says, from the time that the Ani, the poor person, goes in to eat his bread with salt. Rabbi Chai, Va'amrinde, Rabbi Acha, Omer, Misha, Sherov, Bnei Adam, Nichnasen, Lahasev. You could say nighttime Shema from the time that the majority of people go in to recline and eat dinner. In other words, you could say nighttime Shema from the time that most people begin their, their dinner time. Their dinner time. Okay. Now, if you say that Ani, the time that a poor person eats and the coin is the same time frame, then Rabbi Hanina, Hain Rabbi Yoshua, Rabbi Hanina, Rabbi Yoshua saying the same thing. Ella, Lav Shema Mina. It turns out, it turns out that what we at first thought was maybe just different descriptions for the same time frame is really not. There really are nuanced differences, or some of the more dramatic differences between these opinions. But Allah said they do refer to different times of day. So specifically, again, the time that the Ani goes in to eat his meal and the time that the Kohen goes in to eat Truma, ultimately, again, are two different time frames. Well, so we'll just do a few more lines. So we'll say, which one is later? Which one is later? The time that the Kohanim could eat Truma or the time that the poor person eats his bread. Mistabra da'ani mo'ochar, must be that the ani is the later one. Di'amrit da'ani mo'ktam, because if the ani is earlier, Rabbi Chanina hain Rabbi Eliezer. Then Rabbi Chanina Rabbi same thing as Rabbi Eliezer. Elalav shmamina da'ani mo'ochar shmamina. It must be ultimately again, that the ani's man, the time for the poor person, is actually later than the time for the Kohen. So the Gemara says, so the Gemara says, uh, you know what? Actually, what we'll do is we'll stop over here for today. But again, what I just want to so again, let, let's just quick, quick review. This is pretty good. 
quick review of what we have. So once I say, remember again, we began the day, our facts, right? Let's just chazer everything we have so far. Not right, a little bit from yet, we have, we have two minutes, two minutes, quick. So we're going back to yesterday's daf. Why do we begin with nighttime Shema? Why do we begin nighttime Shema? Why not start with the daytime Shema? Shach Bechav Kumecha and so so on and so forth. Right? Excellent. Good. Next. What is the time for nighttime Shema? Is it for nighttime Shema? Seis. But we don't call it Seis. We call it time the Kohanim eat Truma. If the Kohanim becomes Tami, when does he go to the Mikvah? Day, which day? Day number seven. When does, right, when does he become Tahar Teet Truma? Night eight. When does he bring Karban? Day eight. The fact that he can eat Truma before bringing the Karban tells us that kaparlo ma'akva. You don't have to bring the carbon in order to eat the truma. Allah is allowed to. Good. In today's day, Rabbi says again, where, where, do, where do we see this from? Where do we see the concept that ultimately, again, that nightfall, that nightfall, right? Shemesh So ultimately, I'm going to dash in that entire pasuk. Fine. Then we'll say we went on from there to discuss a whole variety of other different opinions. That halacha So again, essentially, what we have over here. So we have the time of the kohanim going to eat truma. That's number one. Next after that, we have the time that the ani eats his bread. What else do we have? What other opinions do we have? Time that ultimately, again, people people eat on erev Shabbos. Time that people start Shabbos, time that the Kohen immerses himself ultimately again in the mikvah. So again, at first we thought maybe these were all descriptions of the same time frame. Kamash Malon, they are not. Now we're going to keep our eye on the ball because we know that Halacha Lamaisa, the definitive ruling, is the one espoused in the Mishnah, meaning that the time for Zman Kriyashma really begins the time of Kohanim can eat Shuma, which is Seisa Kochavim, Osai Shkoyach. Incredible. Shkok Tzav Shmuel for the uh, for the refreshments.